What's up, guys? It's me, AJ, and you're listening to Housewives Happy Hour with AJ. All right, everybody, welcome back. Um, <laughs> I had a lot of my um, friends and listeners reaching out to me, wanting to know my opinion on this reunion. And I have to say, um, after last night's, um, my opinion towards the whole reunion kind of changed. And so I had to kind of readjust my notes here towards the end. But um, you could see, like, part one of the reunion, I took only a few notes. Part two, I took a little bit more notes. Part three, I was, like, writing down the whole time. So, um, yeah, let's dive right in. (laughs) So first off, let's go back to part one. Um, First of all, Mary owning her hair being an issue was great because I didn't know if we were going to talk about it or not. But um, (laughs) when Andy had said that they got a lot of questions about it and she was saying that she just you know, had the wrong wigs and stuff like that. Um, it, it made it better. I mean, her reunion wig looks great. I thought her hair looks good. Um, I saw online somewhere that she didn't like her makeup. Um, I think it was on Instagram, but I actually thought her makeup was fine. Um, yeah. So, I mean, at least she owned that part of the hair because her hair this season was just terrible. (laughs) So part one of the reunion was like a little, um, kind of like, starter like conversation starter basically they didn't they didn't put much in there I just have to say that um one of the things that I really wanted to talk about was the whole Jen criticizing Brooks thing because that did get brought up um I mean it's nice that she took accountability for it I guess but um I didn't really feel like it was resolved in a way only because she didn't I don't really I don't really think that she understood what she was doing in that because um Let's just say, if the roles were reversed, I think that Jen would not be happy. First of all, she is like the number one grudge holder um, on this franchise here. And so um, if if this were happening to her, one of her sons, definitely think the situation would be a lot different. So I have to say that I do think it was a little unfair how she was treating that situation. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't feel like we got it resolved on that. Uh, questions were also asked, I wrote this down, about Jen's job and what she does. Um, I still don't really understand what she does. I mean, I know she said it was some sort of marketing company or whatever. Um, still, I just don't understand why you'd need six six or eight assistants. I can't remember what it was. Um, I, I don't I don't even think the president has more than that. I mean, <laughs> I could be wrong, but um, I, don't, I don't see the reason to have that many assistants. Um, so clearly she's a handful. At this point, we know that. <laughs> I just don't understand. I still don't understand what her job is, really. By the way, I'm not job shaming her um, or making fun of her in that way. I just don't I don't understand what it is that she does. Because I know that there's a lot of housewives out there who don't, you know, have a 9-to-5 job, typically. Um, and they're raising kids. And that is a job, I agree. So um, I, I don't, you know, I, I don't discount that at all. I just, I don't physically know why she's making it this big deal like she's so busy when... You know, in reality, her kids have grown, and, I mean, you could just say, I'm the keeper of the house. That's fine. I respect that. I mean, that house was fucking huge, so I understand that, but um, I don't I don't know what it is, what marketing company she's talking about, because I didn't see that at all um, being filmed. I didn't take any other notes for the first part of the reunion. Um, all I noted was that Lisa was being annoying as fuck, so um, I I guess like that kind of segues into my next point at the, um, at the second part of the reunion. Um, I, I just, I'm confused at the feud between Heather and Lisa. 
um, a little bit. I know that they feuded a little bit towards the beginning of the season, but I thought they squashed that. I don't know where Lisa's hurt feelings are coming from. I don't know where Heather's hurt feelings are coming from. However, I'm probably going to say that I'm on Heather's side only because she seemed to be coming with more reasonable facts. And, um, you know, when Lisa kept saying, roll footage, roll footage, all the footage that they were playing, I didn't see how it how it was in favor of Lisa at all. So I, I was a little confused the whole time and I just didn't understand where her frustration was coming from. But And it wasn't really explained either, so... I remember watching, and then I took this note right here, and it says, am I missing something here with Lisa? Because um, I physically felt like we were, like, missing footage or something. I, I didn't understand what was going on. I didn't understand, you know, why they were fighting. Um, and then they go to a break, and during the break, it was, like, the most interesting part of the whole second part of the reunion. The second part of the reunion, I just have to say, was f f so confusing. I was sitting there just, you know... I, even Meredith looked confused. Like, I, I think she didn't even understand what was going on. And, um, uh, you know, that says a lot because I feel like she's one of the most intuitive on the on the whole franchise. So um, I I don't know. I mean, I was just really confused. And then they started going off in each other. And um, I'm, I'm also, I'm really glad that Heather kind of stood, stood up for herself this season. Or I'm sorry, this reunion. Because um, this whole season, she felt very much like, a pushover to me and then we get to the reunion and she's really really voicing her opinion and I think it I think it helped in a way because maybe maybe the um maybe us as fans were pushing Heather to stand up for herself a little bit more and I think that really helped her um and I, I definitely think she was like the best arguer because she didn't really call anybody names which was really great um however she just Stated her facts, stated her opinions, and then she moved, you know, she kind of moved on from it, which is good. And I think she, that makes a pretty good arguer because, you know, without calling people names like Jen does or whatever, um, I think that that's what's going to get these issues kind of solved. And I definitely think she got her point across. So I'm going to spend a majority of the time talking about this part three of the reunion because that's where most of the action happened was when the husbands came out and then after the husbands had left. So first of all, I took note and said... Um, I'm honestly surprised that Mary's returning after how Robert Sr. came on and stated his opinion on that. I mean, I, um, I honestly, cause I, cause I did put on my Instagram that I, I saw that season two has commenced filming and I guess all the ladies are back, but I just, um, see, I know a lot of people don't like Mary. I don't mind having her on the show. To me, she's, she's not terrible. I mean, she's a little odd sometimes, but I, I don't think that she's like a terrible addition to the show. Um, I definitely feel like she kind of um, opened up a little bit more at the reunion, which was nice. Um, she got the closure that she needed, which was good. And um, I like to see her in Jen makeup. Um, however, I just, after I saw her husband join and he was just like very coy about the show, I don't really feel, I, I didn't, it didn't really seem like she would want to come back only because, but I mean, who knows? She could still drop out. It's not a big deal. But um, I just didn't see. Yeah, I mean, I, I, he seemed very, you know, like against the show. If that makes sense. So I know that we saw a majority of Whitney's story this season revolving around her father. And um, I have to say, I mean, it was at, at a certain point, it was getting a little boring because I was like, I kind of want to know a little bit more about your marriage and your home life rather than just your father. I get it was a big part of your life um, during that time, but it would have been nice to see a little bit more of that. Um, however, I am 
I, I'm still feeling for her because of her father not reaching out to her or anything. I mean, if I'm being honest, the way he seemed on the show, um, he seemed like he needed a lot more help than he was being given. Not, And I'm not blaming Whitney at all, but I'm saying I think that there could have been more to be done in that situation um, on his part, um, not on her part. So I feel like um, it's not a huge shock to me that he's not talking to her right now because, yeah, he did get a lot of exposure on the show. Um, but I mean, that was their decision. So, um, I don't know if Whitney thought that maybe the show would help him. Um, and maybe it ended up hurting him because he didn't want people to know about his journey like that. And I don't think he thought maybe that many people were going to watch. Um, a lot of people were watching this season. So, um, his story's definitely out there. He's not a, he's not unknown now. Um, so I think that maybe the pressure of that kind of got to him a little bit. I don't, I don't really know, but, um, I do feel for Whitney and um, I hope that she can somehow reconcile with him or, you know, repair that that relationship again. So we did get to the point where um, Andy had addressed the whole, um, you know, Jen talking about Seth and Meredith situation. And I just have to say, um, like, I don't remember anybody else really talking about Seth and Meredith's marriage um, until Jen brought it up. So... And she was the one who was talking to Whitney behind Meredith's back about the whole situation and being very um, shady. So um, I, I don't really know where her lack of accountability is coming from there. I mean, she did own up to saying that, but then she was saying, I wasn't the only one and this and this and that. And it's just when somebody says that, it just it doesn't solve anything. Um, and yeah, I, I don't really think it solved anything. So but. I don't know, this whole third part of the reunion, I, I don't feel like anything was resolved. So that's my starting point there. <laughs> With that being said, I do wish that Meredith would have talked a little bit more. I don't feel like she was engaging as much. Um, <laughs> uh, no pun intended there with the whole disengaging thing. But um, I just don't feel like she was... I know I know she was present and she was listening. It wasn't like she was not paying attention. But um, I wish she would have stood up a little bit more for her friends. Um, I wish she would have had more to say. Just, I mean, I always feel like she's, uh, this whole season, I felt like she's a very um, neutral ground. And I think she's a very, um, you know, very much so a voice of reason. And so it would have been nice to see her speak out a little bit more, defend her friends, defend herself, and just kind of share her opinion a little bit more. I, I didn't think that we saw much of that. You know, it's weird to me because I've noticed with Jen is anytime that she runs herself into a situation where she's been in the wrong she doesn't seem to remember the the whole situation. And because um, I just took a note here that says Jen doesn't remember anything. So um, I, I just, I, I don't know. I mean, it's all on camera. So it's not like you can really hide and say, I don't really remember what I said or how I said it or what happened to lead me to say it to that point because it's all on camera. So it, it was baffling to me how she was able to get away with saying that and nobody was kind of calling her out on that. Um, I, I don't know if people are just annoyed with her at this point or scared by her, but yeah. Okay, so I apologize for this last portion of the podcast because it is going to be a little racially racially charged here, but only because that's what a majority of what was being talked about in the, in the last moments of the third part of the reunion. So um, if we're going back to the Vegas trip where the ladies had sit, sat down with the hypnotist, um, <laughs> so Jen is claiming something pretty, you know, like a, a pretty big 
claim here, in just in my opinion. Um, so first off, we talk about, you know, we want to know the explanation for her hand raising um, when the hypnotist had asked, who doesn't trust Heather? She's the only one who raised her hand. Um, so I don't know. I mean, they didn't, I guess they didn't show the whole what was going on there, you know, because we did see some never before seen footage. So there is footage missing there, but I do feel like we got a good majority of that um, that day or that moment um, with all the ladies. I do think we got a good majority of that, enough to know whose side we should be on and whose side we should not be on. Um, I don't feel like we got a straight answer from Jen as to why she was she raised her hand in that moment. I think it was a bit of a fuck you to Heather. I really do, because I don't feel at that point, that Heather had really done anything, I mean, at, at any point this season, I don't feel like Heather had done anything um, to result in Jen not being able to trust her. And I was kind of shocked that, you know, Andy himself didn't ask Jen, you know, what has Heather done to you um, to 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 discount that trust? I, I don't know why that wasn't brought up, because I feel like that's a million-dollar question. I don't understand. I mean, I know Heather's done a lot for... Jen, so I, I just don't know why that wasn't a, a talking point. Um, and somehow, um, which really frustrated me for some reason, somehow this whole end of the third part reunion got turned into Jen, then claiming to all the ladies that they were not um, they were not properly informed when it comes to issues of racism and you know people of color. And um, I, I don't. I'm trying to understand it here. I recognize, um, you know, I was I was with the ladies there. You know, I recognize that there's an issue with, with white privilege in this country. I understand that. Don't want to get into that because this is not what my podcast is about. However, I, I don't understand how any part during that season were any of the arguments racially charged in a negative way. I don't, I don't understand that at all. I'm trying to wrap my head around it and I'm trying to put myself in her shoes and I just don't understand it. And I don't really feel like that has anything to do with white privilege. I feel like that has to do with a completely different issue here. We're, we're dealing with an issue of friendship and loyalty and backstabbing. And then race gets brought up and it's just, it, it took a complete 180. And so, um, I, yeah, I just, I'm, I don't understand. You know, I, I, I can't wrap my head around it. One of the words that Jen has used was that it was that there's a double standard within the group. Um, and <laughs> I don't, I also do not understand that because not one housewife this season had got, had gotten nearly as aggressive as Jen had did, had done. Sorry. Um, and I, I don't know. Like, I mean, being held accountable for for becoming um I, I, okay so let's let's take a step back here so the term aggressive is what jen was saying um is a racially charged term and um let me just say this any term that you want to come up with any adjective or whatever you could make anything racially charged nowadays. You really can. I mean, if it's said if it's said in the right context, um, it could be racially charged. So I agree with that. However, I do not feel like. I mean, you could call her behavior whatever you want to call it. But Jen, Jen was volatile this season. She was, um, I, and it has nothing to do with race. What it has to do with is 
you know, like she had said, she's going through stuff. She, you know, when she's when she's drinking alcohol, it's heightened. However, I don't think she was drinking any alcohol during the reunion. And again, she started getting hot with the women. And um, I, I think she has to take a step back here and realize that it's it's all these women against her for a reason. It's not like they all just decided I'm going to sit here and pick on Jen. Um, if we go back and roll the footage from the season, we've got Jen throwing glasses. We've got Jen walking up to Heather and getting in, or I'm sorry, walking up to Whitney and getting in her face, walking up to Heather and getting into her face, swatting at Heather, like practically hitting her, um, yelling at Meredith for absolutely no reason, um, going off on Mary for no reason. Um, well, maybe she had a reason, but that, you know, there's a pattern here and I, I don't, again, I just don't know how it has to do with race. I really don't. I mean, it's, you know, I, there, there are race issue, racial issues in this country. I mean, that's a given. I, I, you know, I understand that. However, I don't feel like race had anything to do with Jen's behavior, you know, during this season. And I know she's saying that, you know, people need to understand and, and, I, you know, I, if you want to be an, uh, an advocate, that's, that's great. But there, there is no double standard with, within your group. I really don't see a double standard at all. Um, and I mean, unless we were seen, unless we were, um, unless we were <laughs> deprived of certain footage, which, um, I'm pretty sure Bravo doesn't do that. But, um, <laughs> if I'm sure if we were deprived of any footage, I, I have no reason to believe otherwise. I really don't. And I don't know if you guys watch the same show as I did this season, but I cannot find one, one instance during the season where where a, a a situation or conversation turned turned into something that was racially charged against Jen, I really can't. Something else that really bothered me, um, and I don't know if you guys noticed, but I didn't really notice until the end. Um, so normally with the reunions, you know, we have the you know Andy has the cards and it's answering the fan questions, and we're revisiting moments in the season and talking about it. However, I do not feel like Andy held anyone accountable. And when I say anyone, I really just mean Jen. Um, and I don't know if it's because she had brought up feeling, feeling, uh, racially excluded in terms of the show, but, um, I, I don't feel like she was held accountable for any of her actions this season. And that's where I really felt like nothing was really resolved in this reunion. Um, so, I mean, they are going to have some conversations. Um, well, I mean, hopefully they're going to have some tough conversations for season two because I don't feel like anything was resolved. I don't really know how Jen and Heather stand because there was no true apology on her end. I mean, there was kind of one, but not for swatting at her, not for treating her the way that she treated her. Um, and, and I don't know why all of a sudden Lisa's up Jen's ass. I, I just don't understand it. So, um, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, this reunion, it kind of left a sour taste in my mouth. I didn't really enjoy it. It was the first reunion where I was genuinely confused the whole time, where I felt like I was missing something. Um, and it was also a reunion that I would rank as one of the lowest reunions um, in terms of bringing it with the drama. I don't feel like, you know, I, I just don't feel like much was resolved. I'm sorry, I don't. Well, my friends, we have reached the end of this reaction. I hope you enjoyed it. And we've reached the end of Salt Lake City Season 1. Um, overall, I'd have to say I do, I did enjoy the season. Um, I, I, I felt like there were great moments. We, we were introduced to six new housewives. I thought it was great to get to know all these ladies. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I just said that the reunion was just not it for me. I don't, 
I wasn't here for it. I didn't like it. Uh, I didn't really find it entertaining. I mean, well, it was entertaining, but I didn't really find it to be, you know, beneficial for the show. I don't feel like it really, yeah, I just don't feel like anything got resolved. I mean, there's no many, there's, there's just different ways to say that. I, I don't need to keep rambling on that, but um, I'm hoping that for the new season, some of these conversations um, that need to be had are had. And um, so far I've heard that everybody is returning um, and they've already started filming. So if I hear any casting updates for you guys, I will probably talk about it on After Hour Tea on Fridays. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, thank you guys so much for tuning in and watching Salt Lake City with me. Um, I definitely was a great ride and um, I actually had a lot more viewers join this season because of Salt Lake City. So thank you all so much for listening and um, I will talk to you soon. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you liked it, please subscribe so you know when the new episodes are here. As always, send me a voice message if you have any questions or any drama you'd like me to address. Follow me on Instagram at AJ Jafari for updates on the podcast. Until next time, this was Housewives Happy Hour with AJ.